I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there, too. But I've run out of time. Frank, 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 Skinner, Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Alan Cochran and Holly Walsh, two um, leading lights in the British comedy <laughs> world. <laughs> what about this then? Oh, the weather outside is frightful, <laughs> but the fireside's delightful, since there's no place to go. Now, what I want to know is how many listeners went, let it snow, let it snow. But what do you think, Seven? I'd say sixty percent, possibly. Oh yeah, doesn't that sound weird? I'd yeah, I can't. I can't even. I can't even hear I'm, the cockerel. I'm broadcasting from the car park this week. Oh, it's so. about time. It seems. Uh, oh, now you've got your Ivy's jacket. You might as well use it. <laughs> now I'm in the car park. <laughs> That's what I meant by the lady light. <laughs> <laughs> you've actually got a lantern in the car park. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so um, the uh, snow is all around us. I'm mm. loving it. Are you? Oh God, I love it. I don't know why. I tell you one thing I notice is if it snows, me and my girlfriend immediately go for a walk, no matter what time of the night it is. We just, really? we just, we just go out. It's just love walking in the snow, and you can see everything better because it's white. And it makes me think: why they ever opted for um, very dark grey for roads and pavements in the first place? If they were always painted white. You could save a lot on street lighting for a start off, and it's just safer, and you can see dog mess, and all those other pluses. You wouldn't notice the chewing gum so much. I suppose it's like a white shirt, though. It would show up the dirt, <clears throat> wouldn't it? And also, you wouldn't see the white lines in the middle of the road. Well, they're well they wouldn't be line. white. They'd be high vis now. You see, you could do them orange like a football. It's about it? time they became high vis. You know, I reckon when they when in like two thousand years time they look back at this era. They'll call it the high vis era, mm. you know, like the sort of Stone Age. The will be the high vis age. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's been high visage. It's been a marvelous mm. time for high vis. I didn't even know what high vis meant about two years ago. I I, I was still saying Dagla. That's that's how far I was Dagla. behind things. But now, here's an, speaking of that that a song that you do that the other people complete. I was once in Grenada in the uh, in the West Indies on New Year's Eve. And they had a big table um, for everyone at this ho- the hotel I was staying at to be at. None of us knew each other. So basically, there's like 40 strangers sitting around the big round table. And no one was talking or anything apart from their partners. And suddenly, this enormously fat man stood up and said, I feel good. And everybody, <laughs> everybody went, uh, it's, it's a great icebreaker. I would recommend that to anyone. It's a dance floor filler, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm flying this afternoon. I might try it on the plane. See how that goes. <laughs> the other one is in snooker halls. I used to whistle the first part of the Some Mothers Do Have Them theme and then just see if anyone completed it. <laughs> so I'd just be playing and I'd go... <laughs> and then I'd leave it. Fine tuning. I think I just heard someone whistle back. <laughs> I'm not joking. In the distance, I heard that's, it. That's the delay. That's the delay, dear, in case oh. we swear. <laughs> oh, I love that moment when the little moments from radio just, you know, emerge. I haven't really noticed the snow, to be honest, because I've been uh, travelling a bit. So I saw that it, there was a bit last Saturday night that I was involved in. Me and my friend scraped snow off his car with CD cases. That, oh. yeah. You couldn't CD do that with an iPod. Cases. You couldn't do that with an no, iPod. Exactly. No, you couldn't. May you could have known. done it with a snow scraper, as I pointed out to him. Um, I wouldn't have thought that CD case had the flexibility that you require. It was all right. And then he used his sleeve for the roof. Oh, no. Why would you need... Why bother cleaning the roof? Why bother? Because it's in the highway code. He doesn't want three points for not clearing snow off his roof. You You can't get three points, surely. I'm certain of it. I'm certain of it. Sandy War is nodding. She knows everything, Sandy War. (laughs) She's brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I didn't know that. I never... Mine's... I've had mine. Um, off, I've had mine. The, cu- the roof of my car. I've had thatched as an affectation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to check now to see if that's all right. But other than that, I've been travelling and the snow's been sort of melting as I've arrived. It's given me a sort of a week where I feel a bit like the ready Brett kid, like I'm. Oh, you've I'm, got that glow. I'm, I'm glowing and 
as I arrive, the snow's abating everywhere I go. I can't stand... I've lost four pairs of gloves... Well, four gloves, therefore a pair of gloves in the last two weeks. No, two pairs of gloves. No, no, no. One glove from four pairs. So the other glove is of no use to me, and it's always the left-hand one I lose. So it's not like I can double up. How many gloves have you lost? Four? I've lost four gloves. So is that two pairs of gloves? No. I've lost four left-handed gloves, so that's four pairs of gloves. How come you've lost left-handed gloves? What can Only. I, I don't know. I'm left-handed, so that might have something to do oh, with it. Oh, that's it. So I must always take off... I must always... disintegrated. Anyway, we must got it. We can't... We've got to go on. <laughs> By the way, if you want to text us, we're on 8, 12, 15. It's, uh, it's acceptable. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner. Oh, by the way, I was, I was a question on uh, Mastermind last night. You were a question on Mastermind? Oh, Somebody told me you were a question on Million Pound Drop the other week. I think I was, I yeah. What was the... Oh, I'm, I'm a question. What when was the question? You're in the family way. What was right. the question? The question was, what is the name of the um, TV show that, in which Frank Skinner talks to two other comedians about topical subjects? Can I have a guess? The Mastermind. It's really gone down, isn't it? Oh, sorry. Well, they like to throw in a bit of popular culture. Well, when I say popular... <laughs> 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 I get bogged down in a rating battle. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, he didn't get it either. Which I wasn't. What did he say? He didn't. He didn't. He said, "I can't remember," which is oh. no kind of an answer on Mastermind, is it? No. I mean, you either pass or have a guess. I can't remember. Is that going to get you half a point? I don't think so. But anyway, um, and then my only consolation is when he told him what it was. The blowing. Ah, oh, of course. Like you'd heard of it. Oh, were, you, were, you, w- were you watching it? Why was I watching no, it? No, no, were you watching it? Or did you just hear that this was a question? No, no, I I, uh, I watched it. So you happened to be watching it and a question came up about your career? Yeah. Were you excited? Of course. I wouldn't be retelling it now. <laughs> I liked... I, the best <laughs> things to do are, is to feature incidentally in things. That That's the true sign of, of glory. <laughs> I was once a question in the Daily Mirror quiz word. I mean, come on. <laughs> Result? Do I get any better than that? I can categorically say I've never been a question anywhere, I'm pretty sure. I've never been a question and I've never been an answer. <laughs> <laughs> what I suggest it, both or either of you do separately is kill a major statesman. <laughs> <laughs> That's my career's advice to anyone. Yeah. Well, a friend of mine who uh, was uh, working on Spandau Prison and when he was in the army had Rudolf Hess, the uh, former Nazi, in actually, literally, in the sights of his gun and thought, if I pull the trigger now, I'll, I'll be famous. I'll be in every history book as the man who shot Rudolf. And he said he had this horrible tremor go through him and he thought, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, and then he didn't do it. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's you know, absolute <laughs> radio. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, the, uh, that's the strangest diversion a conversation has ever taken. Well, I don't know. Stick around. <laughs> so it went from mastermind to killing a Nazi war criminal in three words. I think I can top that. I was at um, Lady Killers the other night, the, uh, the you know the play, okay. and uh, the man sitting next to me said, uh, "Oh, hi, Frank." Shook my hand and said, "Chris Quentin." You know when people <laughs> name themselves, Chris Quentin who used to be our Brian in Coronation Street. Oh, brilliant. You know, you said uh, people could text in on 8, 12, 15. Some have already taken this opportunity. 447 has texted in Frank for the England manager. I mean, you've got other stuff to do, but... I reckon I could probably get us to the quarterfinals. You could juggle that with this show once a week. It's going to make Saturdays busy, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think think most people could probably do that job, couldn't they? Yeah, it's part-time, isn't it? Uh, morning, Frank and gang. Lost four, hand- four left-handed gloves. Sounds like a wannabe golfer to me. Dave from yeah. Harold Hill has texted. Do you think uh, Michael Jackson lost four left-handed gloves and thought, this is a sign, isn't it? God's <laughs> trying to tell me something. <laughs> <laughs> not going to bother with the left-handed gloves. If you- it is a, it's a weird story. I find it. I'll go as far as to use the word disturbing. What, the left-handed glove thing? Mm, it's Believe odd. Believe me, that's not disturbing. I find it disturbing. Why? Don't, don't, you can't dictate to me what I find disturbing. <laughs> yeah, but that's what not... are you, the disturb police? <laughs> you turn up and go, oh yeah, there's been a disturbance? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I want to see what your badge is like. Though. It's a picture of a baby crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's a disturbance, is it? Okay, fair enough. That says a lot about how you view the world. That's all I'm saying. I, I tell you what happened, another thing this morning, an, an incidental thing. As I, uh, as I drove in this morning, I went past a, a couple of restaurants with the, uh, 
chairs on tables. It's the first time it's ever struck me how very, very unhygienic that is. Surely they're already clean. What? They're not going to clean the bottom of a chair, though, are they? Like, no, I'm on about... It's actually... The, one, the way they were piled was, like, where your bomb would go was next to the table surface. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about you, but if anything falls off the plate, I, you know, I, I put it back on. Sometimes I'll put a piece of bread just on the table and all that. And mm-hmm. that's all... Com- that's got all those spores from... Um, like it's got bum, bomb spores, spores from stools, yeah. Like Not when I say stools, stools. I, mean, <laughs> I mean furniture type. Yeah, but that, I think that needs to stop. I'm surprised health and safety have allowed that to continue. Surely they give the table a wipe, put the chair on, take yeah. the chair off, give the table a wipe again, so it's been, it's been wiped. Well, do it? they give it a wipe again after the think, chair comes off? I do they, though? Do they really do well, that? I don't know. Well, well, I don't know if they do. I buy then... It's a festering reservoir <laughs> of infection. <laughs> what you need to do is go somewhere where they have moulded chairs and tables, where you can't do that, like McDonald's. Like a fast food chain. Yes. What you need to That'd do is get one of those strings that join one mitten to the other one someone's that goes up one in. sleeve across and down. Well, someone's texted in, you need idiot gloves, and I think that's what they mean. <laughs> I think that's what is that mean. what idiot gloves are? I think that's what they're I saying. think idiot gloves are those things that stop you from scratching yourself in the night. <laughs> Like anyway, that's, uh, that's the text in. What are <laughs> idiot gloves? Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. What else? I just got a text in saying Hess was not a war criminal. Oh, God, it's, I love doing a topical show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not, it's I don't not think, that topical, it's not that commercial radio either, is yeah, it? Yeah, I don't think Rudolf Hess had time to be a war criminal because he... Um, didn't he uh, parachute into Scotland to try and, they think, to negotiate peace? But he still, he did get tried at Nuremberg. Oh, he still made Nuremberg. Have Good you on him. This? Are you checking yeah, this well, I'm looking on Wikipedia as we speak. Yeah, we, don't, we don't like to use Wikipedia on here, though. We like to use uh, that. Yeah, but I didn't know. That's a, yeah. that's a legitimate thing. OK. <laughs> you know the rules. If you drank. know it, if you knew it, you're not allowed to check it. You have if to you remember. you can't remember. But I didn't know that, so okay. I had so to learn we would it. usually ask them, Yougal, you know, the people. Yes. But they've already them. pulled me up yeah. for not knowing yeah. basic history, so That's true. I just Mind wanted to come back to them with some facts. A politician <laughs> said this week on Question Time that Andy Coulson had said under oath something or da-da-da, and he hadn't. When Andy Coulson spoke, he wasn't under oath. So it's one of those things where you, you do feel like, yeah, I know this. You know when you kind of see something or hear it and think, yeah, yeah I know that, that happened fact. to me. That happened to me on Pointless this week. Did it? Yeah. How much of your life do you spend watching quiz shows? <laughs> do you love a quiz, don't uh, you? Pointless is brilliant. Because <laughs> you spent at least 20 minutes last week describing the sort of, um, like, double act on Pointless and how incredible they are. <laughs> yeah, well, I think um, Pointless is the new eggheads. They can use that if they like it on their posters Thanks, when they, when they tour. Posters. When, when they do their live tour. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. I love daytime quizzes are better than nighttime quizzes because they don't... They're not troubled with things like entertainment. They're just quizzes. <laughs> That's what I like. Anyway, look, it was a big moment for me. That I went to what I can only describe as a dealership. <laughs> I went to a dealership and uh, to get a new car. Did you? New, new. Brand new. Not new to you. Because no. if I say I've got a new car, what I mean is I've bought a used car, but you mean new. No, I mean absolutely totally new. Oh, okay. You I, know there's probably a percentage of listeners now thinking, the depreciation on that. I know, I know what they're going to say. They're going to say, as soon as you drive it off the forecourt. I, I don't yeah. want to know about that. Why did you get a new car? I'd say 400 Why did I get a, a new month, car? It's going to drop. £400 a month, even if you just leave it parked. It's going to drop. It's going to drop like a stone. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's, there's nice things that come with a new car as well. I, I, believe I love the so. smell. I love that plasticky smell. Yeah, but is it worth £400 a month? What, for a plasticky smell? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, because I'm, I'm, having, um, I'm having a child mm-hmm. um, arriving. I've got one Delivered. ordered. got one ordered. And um, so I need a... I mean, it's a special moment when you look at a car and say, am I going to get a buggy in that boot? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't know. I had, to take, um, I had to take someone with me who'd had children because I don't know how, bo- how big a buggy is. Uh-huh. Uh, but apparently, it's all, there's plenty of room for a boggy in there. I could get a Moses basket in as well if I needed to. Yeah, but you right. wouldn't. Put a, you wouldn't put a baby in a boot, just so you know. No, no, yeah. definitely not. Rules. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was all right. So, uh, are we allowed to ask things like, what are you driving these Well, I, d- I don't know anything about cars, but I, I can tell you it's, um, it's, uh, it's a BMW, uh-huh. I know that much, and it's Series 3. Oh, okay. I love that. I think they lost their way a bit in series. series. Yeah, I, oh. think, I, uh, I, I love the first two series. But, uh. I like the fact you two are both going for a three series joke, and I'm thinking, so did you get the 318 or the 320D? I don't know the answer to that. It had the word sport in it. Right. And it's uh, charcoal grey. I thought I'd uh, try and coordinate it with my hair <laughs> so that when I get out, it won't be too much of a shock. You see what I mean? Petrol or diesel? It's, uh, I'm it's going to continually ask you <laughs> Clarks and style questions. Okay, it's uh, it's diesel. I know that right. as well. I don't understand Ooh, why they yes. get so angry about diesels. It was sold to me. At, uh, I had an appointment at the dealership with somebody called Kylie. Oh, <laughs> so I thought, oh, you know, she'll be. I bet she's charming and lovely. Anyway, it was a very big, bald man. No, he looked like a rugby player. <laughs> called Kylie. Kylie. Yeah, Not called Kyle. No, called Kylie. Is he, is he called Kyle Lee? No, no, he's called <laughs> Kylie. No, no hyphen. <laughs> no hyphen. Did you point this out? That's a well, girl's name, mate. Now, this was an interesting... Because I think... When I realised that this bloke was called Kylie, I thought uh, my professional pride kicked in. And I thought... That I know a lot of people now would do a joke with him about this, but as a comic, mm. I don't want to go over what is going to be very well-trodden ground. So I won't even... Yeah. I won't even mention the fact. You know, he's not going to say something like, you know, uh, do you uh, do you want to buy new? And, and I'm going to say, oh, I should be so lucky. No. <laughs> when, when he gives you the keys, he's like, especially for you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to do... I just thought, no, I won't. I'm not going to do it. Cause I bet it but he's had that... He's like, he must have had it his whole life. He was just about the right age. I reckon he was born at the time when everybody was calling their daughters Kylie. And their parents... Oh. His parents just thought... I don't see why we should miss out just because of a little thing like gender. I hope when you checked the boot for the size and he said, oh, why are you so interested in the boot? I hope you said, well, we're having a boy named Sue. I hope you did that. <laughs> well, that's Johnny Cash, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Well, I've got confused there. Did she cover that? <laughs> no, no. She, was, she did the original. He covered it. I wish, I really wish Kylie had done a boy named Sue. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have heard that. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. Diesel estate or saloon? What are you driving these days, Frank? Um, saloon. It's got like swinging doors instead of the usual oh, uh, nice. one. With a piano player in the back. Anonymous <laughs> <laughs> door. Yeah. yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And when I got in the car, everybody went quiet. <laughs> it's, it's very weird. Yeah. So Kylie, I've just looked up. Uh, it, it, it's spelled K-I-L-E-Y. So oh. it's not. So that's something. It's like Kyle. E. It's like Kylie. It's what it's like. <laughs> you can say, you can talk. Anyway, it's a very nice chap. And um, at the end of it, after we'd shook hands, we actually did that thing when I said, yeah, OK, I'm going to buy it, and we shook hands. Yeah. I didn't think that really happened. I thought that was only on the opening credits to Minder <laughs> when they shake hands over the bonnet. And, um, and then I said to him, so, <laughs> I thought we'd done the transaction. I said, so, is that, um, that's not your nickname, is it? And he said, you don't think I'd choose that as a nickname, do you? And I thought, oh, a suggestion that um, one chooses one's nickname. Right. I don't, think, I don't think you should. I never chose the cockerel that was bestowed upon me. Yeah, I don't think you should. Cho- Apparently Paul Ince, the footballer, <laughs> the decided he was going to be called the governor and said to everyone, um, I'm going to be known as the governor from now on. And that you can't, you just simply can't do that. The governor at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, anyway, we got, we got the Kylie thing out of the way. And uh, he was, you know, fine. I, I sensed there was a, a look of gratitude that I hadn't done jokes about it. Mm. No, the look of gratitude was that you just bought a really expensive car. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only bought the car to make him feel better about his name. <laughs> Perhaps he's probably not called that at all. It's probably he's called probably yeah. selling three a month based on that. Yeah, well, yeah, people guilt tripping, yeah, yeah. just guilt trips. That's all right. So, did you um, get any extras? Oh, the car? oh, that's the best thing. I never realised that when you buy a new car. He said, do you want Bluetooth for your phone? I said, oh, yeah, I'll have that. He said, a built-in sat-nav? I went, oh, yeah. He said, do you want it? Uh, do you want um, apps response? I said, uh, yeah, what is it? 
<laughs> and he said, son, if you've got your, uh, your smartphone, he said, uh, and say you forget where you've parked your car, you press a button and it'll, uh, it'll show you where your car is. I imagine that'll be useful for you. Oh, that'll be great, because I get, like, uh, from now on, I'm not even going to notice where I park it. Which was the football where he left a car in a car park? Jermaine Pennant. Jermaine yeah, Pennant, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I said yes to that. He said, uh, I actually, fa- after I left, I phoned back and said, I love DAB radios. <laughs> it, was like, it was like when I picked toppings at a, at a pizza place. <laughs> I just kept laying them in the mob. Someone was telling me recently that they know someone who has a vegetarian pizza with meat because they think that's the best pizza you can get. Is that right? There is a sense that I think that's probably a good idea. I haven't I tried understand. it yet. But they order, you know, you can get, Various meat topping pizzas, yeah. but probably not that vegetable heavy. But right. if they order a vegetarian pizza and then you say, "Can I have a vegetarian pizza with extra chicken or pepperoni or whatever?" Then you get an amazing pizza. Apparently, that's a good tip. It I'm going to try it. I hope you bestow that to your child. I'm surprised that I haven't tried it yet, to be honest. I'll tell you what's good about it is that I reckon that the person making the vegetarian pizza is really trying to overcompensate for the fact there's no meat on it. Yeah. So they build a masterpiece, vegetarian-wise. <laughs> and then realize. you add to that. I don't like when they say to me, extra that. But I'll say, I'll have, um, I'll have American hot with, uh, with anchovies. And they say, extra anchovies. And then I say, well, no, because there are no anchovies on American Hot, so it's not extra anchovies. It's just anchovies added. They said, no, no, extra anchovies. And I said, no, there would have to be anchovies. And then I would have to have further anchovies in order to qualify as extra. And they just look at you, these people. Did you go through this same <laughs> argument with Kylie at the car garage where you were going, a thatched roof? And he's going, yeah, extra thatched roof. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 there isn't a thatch roof on it. <laughs> I wanted... Uh, my chair's creaking. I, I, yeah, I want... With the thatch roof, though, he was, he was upset because I wanted the thatch roof, but I didn't want um, the mock Tudor down the sides, yeah. you know, the, the sort of black and white panelling. don't want that on a BMW. And he seemed to feel that, you know... Go faster, beams. Have you... Big question. Have you got a personalised number plate? Definitely not. I was off that one recently, actually. What was it? number plate? Definitely not. Oh, it was um, JF17. The problem was it wasn't actually personalised to me. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, 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 Skimmer, Frank Skimmer, Absolute Radio. Did you you do a test drive with the... uh with the guy that sell, sold you it. Oh, did God, you I did a test... I love a test drive. But did Kylie come out with yeah, you? Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they wouldn't trust me on the car on my own. But they do sometimes. Do they? You can get a long test drive. and uh, But I don't like it when they come along because they start yapping and I sort of want to say to them, could you not be you, but could you be like an empty Marks and Spencer sandwich box on the passenger seat? Because that's how I'm going to drive this vehicle. Oh, OK. <laughs> you could get rid of your personality and replace it with a sort of a palpable sense of loneliness <laughs> that's that's how i'm gonna be in this vehicle okay. you know, but it's just unrealistic for me to have some bloke yapping and going yeah the stereo's really good and the aircon does this this and this yeah and all the gadgets you've bought you know i mean you, the interior of your car will eventually be destroyed if it's going to be a parental car Yes, yeah. so well, I've got it. It's tiled. Way. It's completely tiled. <laughs> <laughs> All the cars are completely tiled, so I can, I'll just hose it down at the end of the day for sick and uh, defecation. There will be bits of rice cake and apple core. I got in the car the other day, it was like a rotting apple core. The new low was last week I got in my car, and my wife had left socks in the pa- passenger footwell. Like dirty socks. <laughs> but that makes sense, doesn't it, in the footwell? Yeah, I suppose. It's you know, like I've spent, my, has its place. I've spent my whole life hoping to find gloves in the glove compartment. <laughs> and they're just never there. I think if you buy... I should have said, looking back, I should have said, this is the deal breaker. I want gloves in the glove compartment when it's delivered. That would be good. If it was, it'd just be loads of left-handed gloves. Yeah, exactly. Well, yours, <laughs> would, yours, I imagine, would be a left-handed drive for that very purpose. Yes. Anyway, I, it, I haven't even got it yet. That's the other thing with the new cars. I don't get it till uh, oh, something yeah. like the second week in March. Why? Because they have to... They <laughs> thatching have to, it as we speak. They, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's not easy, the thatching element. Hey, here's another thing that you should ask if it's brand new. When you get it, ask them, how do I reset the clock? Cause I, th- I think that's it. What is this? So- <laughs> 
Uh, Only I'm... fools and horses. How do I reset the clock? Do you not find that your car clock's wrong half the year? Oh, I thought you meant the mileage thing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, clock it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, OK. Oh, I'm worried about the resale value. I feel, a bit, feel a bit mad about asking that. 70k. <laughs> I want one of those um, foot scrapers by the door on it, you know. Oh, I saw a man flossing in a car, didn't I? I told you about that. That's got to be illegal. Gross. If you go and answer the phone, you can't floss. There's, there should be a rule, shouldn't there? I saw two cars going down the motorway, one in the fast lane, one in the slow lane, and they had they had floss extended between them, <laughs> and there was a there was a motorcyclist uh, <laughs> using it to floss himself. A motorcyclist coming the other way got garroted. But that, that's illegal because he had to take his helmet off. No, no, he had he had his helmet on. It wasn't a full facer. There was yeah. a there was a floss slot. <laughs> Have you seen that floss slot? Floss slot helmet. So floss slot. So floss slot was a. Oh God, he smelt lovely. I say that for him. He was cowardly in many of his trials, the floss slot, but his <laughs> breath was beautiful. We got an email. We were talking on the podcast about foods we'd never eaten until recently. I'd only recently eaten some prawn cocktail crisps. And you hadn't eaten a waffle, and a man. No, I've, ne- I've eaten a waffle. I've never ate a, a bird's eye potato waffle. But I have heard a lot about their versatility. A man called Lee Webber in Wilsdon mm. has emailed in... I think... I assume it's a man. I don't like the way you've gone very slow and quite... Like, this is quite serious. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, like that, yeah. More because I assume it's a man, but after our Kylie conversation, who well, knows? exactly, exactly. Emailed yeah. in to say... Girls can be Lee. There's they? a recipe for a waffle pizza where you cover it in mozzarella and then the, at the bottom it stops all leaking through the holes and onto the grill. Oh. <laughs> you see, I, oh, you cover it in mozzarella at the bottom. I don't understand. Anyway. Well, see, people at home are going to try that now, and you haven't properly explained <laughs> it. Do you never seen a cookery programme? You've oh, got to help people. On. Forget about it. <laughs> My problem with eating a bird's eye potato waffle is I know I wouldn't be able to stop going, bird's eye potato waffles, <laughs> and that would be very annoying for my fellow eaters. Oh, I don't know. I think they'd all be excited at the deliciousness of a... Uh, well, my dad left me um, a... He left... Not, he didn't do a will, but he gave me his old shaver, his old T-bar shaver that he used to have when he was in the army. Uh-huh. And every time I had a shave with that, I used to sing Pack Up My Truffles in my old oh. kit bag. I just couldn't... It just had to be done. It's that same thing as I've mentioned on the show before. It's every time I walk away from a, a cash point, I sing Got Brass in Pocket. There's certain songs you just have to do. I've, I've got into a habit of changing the word um, love to lunch, and it makes a lot more um, a lot of songs a lot more interesting. Like, are you ready? Are you ready for lunch? <laughs> yes, I am. And Elton looks say. like he is. So. <laughs> he's even in that video when he does that. He's got a shell suit on, so ready for a very dribbly. He'll take on the mozzarella and. Bird's eye potato waffle. Or maybe he knows he's going to go back and have seconds. He's got the shell suit on ready. I think my problem with the bird's eye potato... I'm going to keep, I can't <laughs> saying that. Can I just say, if, you, if you're from bird's eye, don't send me any of these things. <laughs> I'm not trying to get free ones. Send me them. I'll have them. I I'm not sure. I, and also, that I'm sure there are lots of other waffles available. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what puts me off them. They look a bit like the grill you get in a confession box. <laughs> you know that... The tiny little box. A tiny little, yeah. And I, I don't want to be w- whispering my sins at the breakfast table, just as a sort of automatic <laughs> response. Right next to some baked beans and you're whispering your or, worst sins of the week. exactly. <laughs> Even worse, go into a confession box and try and eat the grill <laughs> yeah, with a yeah. poor priest so, yeah, sitting on the other side. How do you stop the mozzarella coming through at this father? That's my uh, Catholic priest impression. It's quite good, actually. Trust me on that one. What else? There's uh, another email came in about... Um, we were talking about repeating words, weren't we? About naan bread, actually meaning bread bread. And uh, somebody's emailed in saying, in web design we make CMS systems. This stands for Content Management System Systems. Mm-hmm, OK. And another, someone has oh, said... Does he mean content management or content management? <laughs> It, there's no way of telling the emphasis. I love the idea of a, of a thing called content management systems, like yeah. a lovely, cuddly, like a slanky. It's a cuddle, really, isn't it? Yeah. Content Ooh, management system. Oh, I love content management. And apparently Sahara Desert, someone is saying apparently Sahara is Bedouin for desert. So you think... Oh, so you're saying desert, desert? You're saying desert, desert, yeah. 
So he's saying, just imagine all those moments in our lives we wasted pointlessly repeating ourselves, we can never get them back. Oh, wow. God. <laughs> oh God. He's even more downbeat than me, this guy. I had an experience in the, in the Sahara Desert with a, a well-known England rugby player, which will live with me the rest of my life. He's going to live with you the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> now, then I'd have said who will live with me the rest of my life. It's all in the grammar. Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner. So, um, this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Alan Cochran and Holly Walsh. I know. When we said that uh, it seems a bit inappropriate to give yourself nicknames, I forgot momentarily that you have christened yourself Mr Radio. <laughs> That's <I>? true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's an act of hubris. <laughs> it's, uh... Hello, Mr Radio. Yeah, but what about... Nice to hear it at least once in a show. I think so. What else? Uh, We've had an email in uh, about your sport relief challenge. Uh Uh, We should explain people that uh, Frank is learning to swim and he's going to do a length. Is that a a correct summation of what you're up to? Well, it's a a length. Officially, a length is 25 metres. If I do Mm. it in the Olympic pool, which is not yet totally confirmed, um, because there's quite a lot of red tape in the Olympic pool, well, that's uh-huh. how they separate the lanes. <laughs> uh, then it'll be a width because the, the Olympic pool is twice as big as, as any other pool for some reason. Okay. Well, a lady called Zoe has emailed saying, Hi, Frank. I think it's great you've taken up this challenge. It will inspire so many, I am sure, to have a go, especially the baby on the way. Just think of the fun you'll have and the confidence in the water will mean your baby will be too. Really hope your lessons well, be, are going well. set up for the water birth. This is the bit that's interesting. Really hope your lessons are going well. Think about comfort and control rather than the mechanical strokes. Feel how your body reacts in the water. Mm. You will be amazed at how much it holds you up if you take the time to appreciate this. Mine doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm endeavouring to learn uh, doggy paddle. That's how they're starting me off. Uh-huh. And, I, and I don't know how this has happened, but I've got so into the role of doggy paddle. <laughs> I'm doing that slightly distressed face that dogs <laughs> do when they swim. You know that sort of head out the water? <laughs> I'm doing it now, trust me. Oh yeah, and it's a very it's a similar Wallace face. And, they, and Gromit face. When they, um, how can I put this? When they uh, defecate, they use a very similar <laughs> face, head raised and sort of slightly anxious, <laughs> staring off into the middle distance. <laughs> exactly. Well, when are you but getting, with concern. When you're getting out of the pool, are you sort of crouching and then just shaking yourself? Off <laughs> that's what I should. That's shake. what I should do. The big shake. That'd be great. Anyway, she's got um, proven credentials. She's saying that in a three-hour session, we got a terrified of the water, a lady terrified of the water, to put her face in and swim a width. The representative from the ASA was extremely impressed, blowing her own trumpet a bit here. Amateur Swimming Association. Oh, is it? People not being able to swim is a lot more common than people want to admit. It doesn't come up in conversation, and everyone assumes that everyone else can do it. I think I'm guilty of that. Thank you for making it more talked about, if if indeed you have. We would. I have on this show. (laughs) Yeah, true. Oh, here we go. We would be happy to help. No charge, no publicity. Just want you to be successful and inspire others to have a go. Lovely. Well done, you. That's nice of her, isn't it? Zoe Cheel. Yeah. What? She's, uh, she's from a company called A2Swim. Z- A2Z A2Z Z-Swim. A2Z-Swim. So, is that supposed to be A2... I'll teach you A2Swim. <laughs> I'm going to teach you A to swim. Oh, how to swim. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh, lovely, lovely email, though. So. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Is it Zoe? Zoe, yeah. yeah. How's it going? That, well, like I say, I've got me uh, me doggy paddle uh, sorted. And uh, I'm, as well as the actual going in the water, I've been seeing a therapist uh, to see to, to deal with my fear of water. Is it a swimming therapist? Or just no, no, he's a... Uh, uh, he does all, all the fears. <laughs> Oh, God, you name a fear, he'll sort it out. Velcro. Yes. All right. (laughs) Good. Um, It's all to do with um, learning to love the noise. So you have a a genuine fear of water. It's not just you didn't learn to swim, you you actually are phobic of it. No, I I am, yeah. I I got this thing that if if I breathe in when I'm in the water, I assume I'm going to inhale water and choke and die. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a fair assumption. 
Well, because that would happen. No, but you know, even <laughs> when so I lift, know. even when I lift my phone, you haven't helped. Can I just <laughs> say that? It's people like you, you see. No, but I think you need to know if you do breathe in underwater. No, not underwater, <laughs> just in the water oh, generally. Right. Oh, in the water. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I went to, to see my therapy man, and I had to. He said, "Or oh, tell me one thing that's going to frighten you." And I said, "Well, I think I'm I'm going to breathe in water." Uh, uh, and he said, "Okay." So, can you just say that to me now? And I said, well, I think I'm going to breathe in water. And he says, right. Can you now sing that to the tune of Jingle Bells? Really? So I sang, I think I'm going to breathe in water. 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 Oh! I think I'm going to breathe in water. <laughs> and so it went in. And, uh, on, rather. And, um... Apparently that helps, because it makes it ridiculous. The whole idea of that I might breathe in water is so ludicrous because of this, the tune to it that, you know, it goes away. So if you're worried about something, sing about it. Sing about it over and over and over. I'm you have to decide what your sentence is first. I'm not sure I, I like that. Like, I don't know if that works, because I'm scared I'm going to die, I'm scared I'm going to die, I'm scared I'm going to die. Like, I am going to die. I know, it doesn't take that, any of the edge no, off it. No, no, but that's not that's not the point. The point is, if you did that, you wouldn't be scared you were going to die. You're still going to die. It can't change things. It yeah. can change the way you respond to things. Such a cynic. What about... One so young. <laughs> but singing could be the problem as well. Like earlier this year, I don't know if I confided this in you, but I got incredibly painful headaches for about three weeks at the start of this year. My wife was very worried. Mm. I don't like the idea of her suddenly singing. I'm really worried about my husband's <laughs> headaches. You know. Well, that would be all right. The, well, I've got a headache. Shut she up, will you? Uh, no, but um, I told you that you um, need to uh, loosen those headphones a bit. <laughs> They're only <laughs> like that. Headphones. They're only like that for the travel case. You're not supposed <laughs> to put them on like that. Now, of course, it's all come out. Well, we'll come. Uh, we'll return to this because I. I think you're wrong with your dark, dark cynicism. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. So I, I think that um, you're being a bit dismissive about my uh, anti-fear campaign, and I think it's, I think it might be working. No, I think it's good if it works for you. Yeah, if it just, works. Obviously, if you get, it wouldn't if, work for a headache-related problem, but if it works to make the fear of water not so fearful... Then yeah, it's all about anxiety, really. But also, if you've yeah. got a fear of Christmas, it would only emphasise your The jingle fear. bells thing yeah, would not help. Yeah, I'd, I'd, choose some, I'd have to choose another... Something Jewish, maybe. Who <laughs> <It> doesn't celebrate <laughs> Christmas? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, I could do something Jewish. And I, oh, I am scared of Christmas. I am scared of Christmas. <laughs> That'd be all right. Um, no, it's it's easy for us to tease it, Frank. Oh, I do think you know it? whatever it takes to control your anxiety is a good thing. I think I'm not. Well, the other end, if if a negative thought comes in, you're supposed to think, "Oh, thanks, mind. That's not helpful." Oh, that's great. Oh, really? That's great. Oh, that's don't really try and good. get super positive now. You've you've shot me down in flames, Holly Walsh. I say. Holly you know, what, in my head, I was like, "This guy's an idiot." And yeah, like, I know. Thanks, brain. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that negative thought against Frank. But it's quite—it's quite a good one, I think. Thanks, mine. Not very helpful. It's got a bit of—it's uh, got a bit of the only way is Essex. <laughs> you, look, you look sort of—you look like um, oh, what's the woman who has the laundrette in EastEnders? Dot Cotton. Yeah. No, I know I look like her, but why bring it up? <laughs> Thanks, Holly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say it out loud though, because it would be wrong to walk along the street and then just go. Thanks, brain. Thanks very much. No, I think Thanks that's fine. Thanks for that helpful. I'm fine with that. <laughs> no, so uh, that's what. You, there's many ways. If, if any um, um, listeners have got any ways they cope with fear, I would love to hear it because it, it, there's all sorts of little tricks. <clears throat> what about this? If you are feeling a bit down, mm-hmm. a bit, bit, bit sad, one method is. You make yourself... Remember what you're like when you're happy. So you put a big smile on your face and you try and sit in a kind of... Just pretend, like, physically, do the happy. And your body, apparently, can get fooled into thinking that you're happy and you cheer up. I think that's a whole thought process, isn't it? I think there's a group that... like It's near enough a a thing called act as if. So you act as if you're happy. You just act as if. Yeah. So part of it's about contextualising the worry, isn't it? Loving that. Yeah? <laughs> what? Contextualising? Contextualising. Yeah, so I have a thing where, like, if I get a bit anxious about paperwork or admin or something, I'll 
I'll sort of try and see it in the actual size of my life. So I'll think, okay, there's the worry about admin, and I'll see it as like a post-it note, and then I'll sort of zoom backwards Excellent. and see it on a cork board, and then I'll see my whole house and my family, and then I'll move out for a, so again you, and go. You basically Google Earth your problems. Yeah, yeah, I Google Earth my problems. <laughs> so brilliant. It seems tiny compared you've to re- the actual size. Idea. You've of the reversed world. the method that they uh, do at the opening of uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective Two, <laughs> <laughs> when he's on the side of a cliff and you can't see him, and they close in and close, in, and you think, "Oh, is that a floral shirt?" And then you're there. And there he is. It's brilliant. I'm a big Ace Ventura fan, in case anyone wants to know. We've had uh, one text in uh, about coping with fear. I, mm-hmm. It was a predictable one. Coping with fear, dot, 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 alcohol. Yes, Not an of option course. available to yourself. No, but, but you know. uh, yes, that was always... But it, I can still occasionally lean on the odd real ale. Oh no, I've, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not condemning it as an approach. Yeah, yeah, don't you got get your me wrong. Share, didn't you? But I'm looking back. When I lost my, half my life savings in the credit crunch, you know, I fell to my knees and wept. What I should have done is tap danced. <laughs> looking back. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. Are you are you celebrating Valentine's Day? Are you a fan? Not at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> what <Well>, internally? <laughs> I think uh, I, I uh, obviously, without giving too much away, I, I will. I will certainly acknowledge that St Valentine's Day has occurred. Really, to yourself? No, to my uh, my partner. I've got to be careful what I call it. I got interviewed by, um, you know, Mark Lawson. I got interviewed by him this week, and I referred to um, Kath as my current girlfriend <laughs> in conversation. <laughs> and then I thought, oh God, I don't mean that. And. Uh, I ended up overcompensating by calling her the culmination of my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, zenith. <laughs> the zenith. The zenith. kind of Frankenstein's monster. Of <laughs> oh. I, but, um, yes. I hate Valentine's Day. What? Well, I, I think it's unfair on people who aren't in a relationship because then they just feel bad about it because they're reminded of their like loneliness. that's saying if it's, your, if it's not your birthday, birthdays are unfair. Yeah, we've been through this as birthdays. <laughs> Never mind. I'm saying birthday. <laughs> but uh, but then if you are in a relationship, there's so much stress and pressure on yeah. you to oh, like to, to nail I'm, it. I'm afraid I'm going to have to disagree with you as well, Holly. I think it's probably for people that are single. I think it should be an opportunity for them to write a little card to someone they yeah, fancy that they haven't got the that they can pluck up the courage to have a little go and ask somebody out. Have you whatever. ever done that? No. But um, oh, what I did was I, <laughs> I resorted to heavy drinking and sharking around bars. But that's not sharking really, around sharking bar. around bars, you know. With right, your fin so. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, when you're in a relationship, just be nice to each other every day. You yeah, but people say that. No, <laughs> but you know, you need. It's nice. To, I th- I think like birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day. It's nice to press the I love you button three times a year minimum. If you happen to press it again at any point, great. Is but that just... one of the uh, extras that you got on the BMW? <laughs> <laughs> the I love you button, love yes, you exactly. Button. There's it's a uh, breakdown button and there's an I love it's, you It's connected button. to Interflora. <laughs> um, no, I just think that, you know, it's like uh, going to church on a Sunday. It's all right saying, oh, yeah, but, you know, I'll pray every day, but you don't. don't. This is all listeners saying, yeah, he's so right. This is so right about the praying monster. thing. Uh, I'm the same. Uh some people so, don't even do the Sundays now, I hear. No, uh, what? You said, you said what? Apparently. No, I've heard that Aren't as well. the audiences dwindling? So, um... No, not, not near the poles have arrived. <laughs> like the, the cavalry. Are in. Like the cavalry <laughs> like, turning up. You make it sound like scaffolding. Yeah. Well, um... No, they, uh, they've arrived like uh, reinforcements from the east. I'm loving it. Yeah, so, um... Well, I, I don't think of you as uh, normally cynical, Holly. But me, I'm yeah. in a cynical mood today. You are, yeah. I've really lost the, my my love for humanity. I think any celebration of a saint today, I'll, I'll settle for. Really? In this, in as you say, this godless society. I, Omg, I'm taking us a step in the right direction. <laughs> I've never brought my wife flowers and uh, what? what oh, hold never, it! Not hold once, everything! Not one moment, never, ever. You have Why? never bought your wife flowers. Never, ever. What do you buy her then as a treat? <laughs> <laughs> that is quite a statement, isn't it? Not once. And it's because really early on in the relationship, she sort of said, oh, I was kind of thinking you'd get 
you'd get flowers for whatever it was a birthday or a Christmas or a something mm. or a or a Valentine's Harvest Day. Festival and I said oh no I'm not really a flowers kind of guy and she well, kind that's of that's hardly the point is it it's not that what but kind of guy are you though I'm a non-flowers kind of guy I once bought her a yeah. darts video S- skin fling yeah well there you go then you're and a darts uh, but, but we agreed that if I ever bought her flowers that she would know that there was something wrong. And, uh, and since That then, was a very handy agreement. Shrewd, wasn't it? It seems now like I did it on purpose, but I assure you I didn't. It's just how it panned out. That's like your it safety word. Out, it has panned out really well, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it because it's the, one of the few things you can't buy second-hand? It's like you <laughs> decided against it. You buy them new, though, 400 quid a week, it just de- depletes. <laughs> What? You buy, buy new flowers. Reference. There's no point in buying new flowers because you just yeah. leave them in a the vase. The every, every day that goes by, you're losing. The, the minute you take them out of the interfloor court. Frank, 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 Skimmer, Frank Skimmer, Absolute Radio. Anyway. Did you see uh, everything's kicking off in the archaeology world this week? <laughs> oh, no. Is yeah. that a reality <laughs> show? Huh? Is that a reality show? It everything's is, it kicking is. off in the archaeology world. Yeah. It's really, um, it's really, the big news is that um, one of the regulars on Time Team has walked off and refused to, uh, I think this is the gist of it, has refused to work with um, a woman who's come on to, to sort of spice things up a bit. Yeah, there's a bloke, I, I must say, I... I what, Time Team is one of those things that I'm, I've never watched it, but I'm glad it exists. Mm. I like the idea of it. I always think there's no no, there's no rush, really. To uh, I feel the same about the news. Well, it's not. Well, the news is a bit more topical <laughs> than Time <laughs> Team. Time Team definitely. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think Time Team is. You know, I can catch up at any point in the next thousand years, and it'll be fine. But I do, I like, I mean, I've, you know, I've obviously seen trailers and that. It seems to be badly dressed people pointing at dirt. But I'm sure there's, you Oh, know, no, 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 that's <laughs> the only way is Essex. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> no, but so, there's, been a, there's been an internal wrangle. So there's this old guy who looks like he'll, he'll move seamlessly to eggheads, <laughs> having left time to him. He's one of those blokes who wears, like, a colourful jumper... And although he's bald, he's Lenny's what bit of hair he's got Mick grow Aston. very long. That'll be Mick Aston. Is that his name? And I think he's like Mr. He's Mr. Time Team, isn't he? And they brought in an, an attractive young woman. I thought Baldrick was Mr. Time Team. I think he he he's, represents he's us. He, he's every man. Is he? Yeah, he. Uh, He's not like representing me. Except he's the interested necessary. amateur. If but you know after I mean. nineteen oh, okay. series, he's probably got quite a good working knowledge of archaeology. You, now. You'd think yeah. so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Where he's like, oh great, we're going to have to explain how you use a dumpy level again <laughs> for oh, the nineteenth time. I think we should expose the fact that um, Holly has been on Time Team. Have you? I did archaeology A level. I'm one of the eight people in the world who did archaeology A level. Wow. And. Uh, my parents knew somebody worked on it. They uh, they swung it. It's all it's all inside. That's it, it with archaeology. <laughs> with archaeology, it's, it's not what you know. My parents. <laughs> my parents knew one of the mummified remains, and mm. uh, no, it was a nice man. And they um, and uh, I got to go and dig in a um tr- trench somewhere near Plymouth. Okay. Did you find bit. find anything? Um, yeah, I found a coprolite. What's that? It's a prehistoric or a very what, like a from the top of a panda car. <laughs> 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 it's a very very old um, insect. Oh uh, no, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm allowed to say. This feels like a cliffhanger. It's um, <laughs> a number two. Been... It's a it's a very ancient number two. Oh, you found that? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a, how old? How ancient are we talking about? I think about? it was medieval. I think it's about eight hundred, nine hundred years a old. Medieval excrement. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, you know. Fine. Did you have to put it in a plastic bag and put it in a bin? No, no. You have to leave it where it is. That's the thing of archaeology. You take Isn't that a thousand pound fine? Why is the dog <laughs> stuff illegal and the very <laughs> old humans? Do you, that's honestly what you found. And a bit of a vase or something, a very oh, common no. garden vase. So someone had excreted a, into a vase. That's, a, that's the story. <laughs> it was a tannery. It's probably Valentine's Day in its <laughs> early form. <laughs> Around the time of St. Valentine himself. <laughs> exactly. St. <laughs> Duncan Valentine, as I, I, I call him. I don't understand why it doesn't decompose. I don't understand, like... 
Surely, if it's a stool, it just disintegrates eventually. I don't, over think, time. I, I don't feel we can, if you don't mind me saying, I don't think we can dig too far into this in the time team front. So, oh. and, and, and you, you actually know the... You know, I know this girl, yeah. I went you to university with her. And for the record, she's one of the nicest people you ever meet, so... What record is that? The, uh, <laughs> Media record. The record I'm Let's writing. put it on the yeah, media record. It, uh, am I supposed you to keep some, some sort of a ledger <laughs> yes. of, uh, of, of our conversations? It's like when people say, this is off the record, I always think, I wasn't putting any of the previous stuff on the record. Oh, no, have we been on the record <laughs> oh, for the no, whole I have, show? I have not written any also, of this stuff. <laughs> you've done for the record. She's we need a, really a stenographer. Nice you know, for you the know record, those... I know some deeply unpleasant people. <laughs> yeah, I do, if we had just this in the corner all the time for the show stenographers, that would be good for the listenership. <laughs> they're incredible. They're so loose-wristed. Those, those people that do the stenography. We the should have a court, a court artist, a court artist, and a stenographer here. Oh yeah, well, a court artist. I'd be very happy with that. Mm. You if you're a court artist, instead of a webcam, would you not be tempted to sort of get a bit cartoony on it? You know, give him a big nose and a tiny body. I'd be tempted to put Woody Allen as Zelig in every um, shot of the jury. <laughs> I think that'll do it. Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner. We've uh, we've had various texts in uh, on several different subjects. One about uh, repeated words. Another is ITN News, Independent Television News. News. Oh. <laughs> Never knew that. Yeah, they're creeping in everywhere. Every day's a school words. day, isn't it? Um, and uh, we were asking for how you cope with your anxieties. Uh, Frank, read the book, feel the fear, and do it anyway. Uh, if you haven't put yourself outside your comfort zone, you'll wonder why you haven't done it sooner. I'm afraid I'm having to read the Happiness Trap, the as, happiness um, trap. as as my homework. Oh, really? Huh? I don't know what that is. No, well, it's self help. There's some others. Someone's trying to get over their fear of horses for their fiftieth birthday. Good luck with that. Uh, oh, that's uh, You've got a natural dislike of horses to get over. Yeah, it's combined with fear. <laughs> but uh, you can't, you can't. If you criticise horses on here, we get oh, fifty threatening emails. Not all really? of them from horses, but all, from people <laughs> who are um, equine-centred. My favourite uh, coping with uh, seahorses. I like. Can I point that out? Oh yeah. Oh, I love the structure ironically, of their faces. Ironically, given that you don't like water, but you prefer seahorses to horses. Yeah, I just like the way that they're so angular around the snout. Would you feel better if we released some into the pool when you did your whip? <laughs> well, I'd love the idea of cheating the sport relief. Um, Wits to be dragged by, along by having a, an army of seahorses <laughs> just below me, and people would just think it was chest hair. That would be incredible <laughs> if we just put in seventy or eighty little seahorses oh, to imagine. swim around you and egg how, you on. How tickly that would be! It'd be like those uh, massages where people get the fish to bite their feet. Exactly. Yeah. Like That's that. disgusting. Uh, someone has texted: <laughs> fear, false evidence <laughs> appearing real. Uh, I like that. That's handy to know, isn't it? Well, this is uh, this has become a self-help it. session. I hope it helps anyone who's frightened this weekend. Yeah. Um, not the weekend podcast will be available to download from Wednesday. That's another uh, bunch of um, rubbish we do. <laughs> um, Separate completely from this show. You know, it's just us three talking. But you know, it can be good in it on occasion. Wow. Mark Crossley is next. And um, he's arrived with an enormous chocolate heart. I bet it's six feet across he's uh, carrying there. So I hope that hasn't given any secrets away. <laughs> um, so if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Till a bit. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner.